Welcome to another episode of The Momos and the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe as folklore, episode by episode. We're your hosts, Eric Lefebvre, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Dercero. I was yawning while I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We're here continuing our journey through Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, We're well into book two, Earth Stakes is high we're on chapter 12 the serpents pass in this chapter ang is still a bit pissy Sokka gets a little kissy and what's that sound a hissy (gasps) (gasps) um someone grabbed the footstool because i'm hungry and those stakes are high (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) sorry and so am i make it (laughs) out of the desert and mm-hmm. what's cool is like you know in these episodes that like blend together like the first scene you see is literally them like they found a little watering hole and they like just stripped down like as naked as possible <laughs> and yeah. like ang literally like puts himself in a block of ice and it just looks so refreshing especially after that dry scary 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 time that they just had Can- can I just tell you how disappointed I am in this episode? <gasps> Solely for the fact that fucking Jort is back. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> this dumb piece of shit is back with his fucking friends? I don't th- no. Absolutely the fuck not. He is book one. And Do he's not like, bring him back. I've changed. I somebody made me realize uh, that I've changed and I've gotta be, you know, uh I've gotta I gotta go to Bossing Say now and be taken care that of. That's the thing. Yeah. I have I, a whole separate like head cannon for Jet at this point, and I actually like him at this point. I always so, explain. I think I, before before that, yeah. all I will say is I'm coming at it. I, like I knew he was coming back. I know how his arc plays out. Yeah, we've we've all watched it yeah, before. Obviously. I know it, and I know that like my opinions on him change based on that. From performing as if I'm watching this for the first time, but as somebody who historically on this podcast is uh, an active hater mm-hmm. of um, what is Jort? What a what a jerk! Like what a a shit! Like they're on that boat. He's like, ah, I've got something. Like go back, go away, go to the forest, get away from me! Like <laughs> uh, too much. Okay headcanon about Jet. So, in my headcanon that makes me like Jet more here, like, so we get a little bit in his conversation with Smellerby and Longshot that, like, the little, like, commune hold or whatever they were running before has been, like, raided by the firebenders, and they allude to them, like, killing more people that they love. And I don't know if he was referring to, like, you know, his original backstory or if, like, some of those people that we saw in their, like, thing are dead. Like, we only, like, you know, we see Duke and Pipsqueak, but, like, that's it. So, like, there there was at least, like, 20 or 30 of them little, like, Rugrat children. That's so and I just, true. So, and I'm yeah. like, okay, so maybe they've also, like, watched their little makeshift family be murdered already. Um, and so, but also, like, there's a... <laughs> Um, there's like this, like the teenage girl of me that is reading. Okay, so it's Jet and Smellerby and Longshot. I get a feeling like there's some sort of connection. It doesn't have to necessarily be like romantic, but some pairing of Smellerby and Longshot. Like I think I, you see Smellerby communicating with Longshot a little bit more, and so I was like, I could see this as a situation like okay, Jet's kind of the third wheel and like he's probably more than a little uncomfortable with it. And then they're on this ferry. He sees this dream boat um, talking with his uncle 
Um, and he's like, man, that guy looks fit. Like, I bet he could fight too. I wonder if he'll help us liberate some food. So he approaches him and he's like, yeah, I'll help you. And like, and their little like heist, it like, it works so well and like they work well together. Um, and like afterwards he's like, hey, like, you know, like that was fun. Like we should like do more of that or something. And he just like, doesn't know that like Zuko is Zuko and um, yeah. literally does not feel and does not think about your love, even though you're trying to love him and be like, hey, like we kind of like, I think we vibe. Like, did you feel yeah, a vibe? I felt a vibe. I, yeah. Am I am I crazy? <laughs> like, or it's like is, this is something happening? <laughs> something here. And like it is just, I would ship them so much faster and so much harder than I would ever, ever ship Zuko and Katara. I don't. I don't get that faction of the. I didn't know there was a faction just... that. Oh my god, no. Yeah. Mm -mm. I. If if the world were Twitter, like saying those things I just said, I could be persecuted. <laughs> <laughs> to the fullest extent of Twitter law. Yes. If <laughs> if the if we lived inside of Twitter, those words would have gotten me strung out. I do think that they would really help one another. Right? Like in a relationship, Zuko and Jet would absolutely help build one one because I feel like they're both at least at this stage, they're both similarly kind of shit. Like yeah. they're both on their path. Like they're both coming from yeah, they're... the depths of empathy hell. Yeah. And and like they're really struggling and really working and learning, it seems. I mean, granted, we haven't seen where Jet's been, really. We've we've heard a little bit, but we can only but we tell assume, based on like there's we some assume, death in here. Yes. And based on actions later that we'll get into, yeah. there's an attempt to goodness. Like yeah. we see it. We feel it. We know it's happening. Yeah. I feel like at this point if they were to become cutesy cutesy boyfriends mm -hmm. um they would really be good for one another yeah i think and, so too <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm saying like that would be a cute thing and i feel like if if avatar was real life that is something that could have happened and it could have just been like oh what what were we doing we're just actually we're just gonna try to make it here yeah. in the streets mm -hmm. of Bossing say we're gonna try to deal with our inner issues. Um, yeah. but we both like challenge each other to be better. Um, we're both searching for honor. It's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like um, that a lot. I yeah, it's I, <laughs> I, I still pulled you over to my side. I was like, I don't yeah. need jet here. <laughs> I still generally am anti-Jet. Yeah. I think he is still like king of the fuck boys. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's 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 a little gross. But I'll 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 learn to to like I love the idea of mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I think the more time I see him again changing I'm going to yeah. get a little bit warmer yeah. to like... And, or even if it was just a friendship, like if Zuko was in a place where he could make a new friend, I feel like Jet's story would have ended very differently. Mm. I think so too. But Zuko 100%. is not even like, I feel like Zuko barely noticed Jet. <laughs> oh yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> there's, I think with Zuko, there is a level of like, I like... He understands the the level of sort of like some some semblance of like sort of narcissistic self confidence. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. We're the only character in this who I feel like he thinks that he could be friends with at the back of his mind, even if not now, mm -hmm. is Aang. The moments yeah. that he's like had these interactions with them where there have been like a brief again with like the spirits like we could have been friends like that whole moment. Yeah. He he knows it. He thinks it. He yeah. feels it in the same way Aang does. But I think any lesser than the Avatar, and he's like, you're not worth my time <laughs> from a friendship perspective. Yeah. Like, I'm so good. Like, I you're 
the, he's like, I despite... think about the avatar honor and my father's forgiveness. Yeah. I yes. <laughs> and I think and... there's also a level that despite <laughs> despite his empathy journey and him like mm. really working on himself, mm. um, he's still a rich fucking baby. So I do think that there's yeah. a class element of like, oh, you're poor. Yeah, I mean like, he, he does not he does have like have to make a friend. He has yeah. lines in the last episode and in this one where he's just like, I'm fucking tired of being a refugee. I don't deserve this. This is <laughs> I, I'm tired of these clothes. And he's like, we we don't like these people are gross. And he's like, oh, wait, we look like these people. These, we're, uh, what does this mean? But yeah. I think to your point, Eric, he also is not like not only is he like, oh, you're not the avatar. We can't be friends. But like. Also, I don't think, like, he's ready to own up to what it means to, like, expose himself as who he is to other people. Because, mm. like, you know, they have this, like, little bonding moment and it's over, yeah. like, oh, the Fire Nation fucked you over, I see. They fucked me over. They killed my friends and all this. So it's, like, even yeah. if they could have been friends and that was fine, he's immediately confronted with, like, you know, the harm that his family and his people have caused. And he's just, like, not... Only is he not, like, ready to, like, you know, explore that or, you know, like, you know, figure out what that means. But he can't even do that within, like, himself right now. No, so he's, no. like, not in this place. But I do yeah. like, like the 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 headcanon that Amber, like, if, now if it, it makes it, so like, much there's sense. There's a moment, like, when Jet yeah. is talking to Smeller B in Longshot and he's like, that guy, we need to get that guy. And they're like are you sure like we don't know that guy we don't even know if he's a good guy and he goes i know he didn't get that scar from a waterbender and like walks over there and i'm like that's so adorable <laughs> it's 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 cute because it is very much like i mean i can identify with that moment so hard like yeah. being a young person and being like oh i want to be that guy's friend or like yeah oh that guy's cool it's like sure maybe it's coming from a place of like friendship but looking back on it it's like yeah like often oh, it's all it's mixed intertwined. together like yeah when you're young it's or, not necessarily sexual it's just yeah. like it's and like also, an admiration for and sort of like a longing to be like or to be yeah. near and this, also like this looking at barrier that like... we see between friendship and romance doesn't actually exist yeah <laughs> and saying like oh this person might have the same trauma as me they're gonna get me they're gonna yeah. be about uh, what like, I'm about. Like I can totally see Jet being like, I just want like a person I can talk to when like Longshot and Smeller B are doing their thing. <laughs> like, cause he just he feel I feel like he feels like he needs something else to hold on to. And yeah. yeah. There's yeah. And, like um, I, I wish Zuko could have seen you, Jet, like we see the work you are trying to do and you are just you are attracted to Zuko's energy we get it yeah <laughs> i like uh that also we get a lot more like in this episode we also get this fun moment where like people are trying to impersonate the avatar for for greatness yes. for for things like <laughs> It is a fun because because of course that would happen. Like yeah. we haven't really seen that happen in this world yet. But suddenly it's like, oh, but I'm the avatar. It's like, yeah, sure, kid, get in fucking line. Go hang out <laughs> with the avatars. And it's like a bunch of people in cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to another point, I also like that the realistic privilege that Toph has mm. in this world wherever she goes. Because again, not to forget, she's one of the richest. She's yes. from arguably the richest family in the world. And yeah, the richest. Yeah. Yeah. And so this moment when it's like, oh, how can we like in in moments like this, it's perfect. She's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I got this. I it's a badge like, oh my God, holy shit. You're yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah I, know. I love like, that. Yeah, like for sure. You guys are good. Toph like, runs rich. away, but she makes sure she has that fancy ass passport. She makes sure she, she has her little privileged things that, like, you know, this actually is nice. Like you can keep like the parties and shit. But it's it's a yeah. it's a go anywhere free card. Yeah. Like, you you find out she's a baby. So yeah, interesting. And then she it's instantly like the is richest like family in the world. So like even richer than like the kings and fire lords mm -hmm. and yeah. 
And when she, like, presents, like, her passport, right? She's not just like, oh, yeah, whatever. She's like, you're right. It is your pleasure to serve me. Like, she she switches so quickly. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, okay. (laughs) She's she's playing the rich girl up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, our first, like, little clue towards later when she's just like, yeah, you guys don't even know what my society is like. Like, if you weren't with the Avatar, they would never let you in the upper ring of bossing, say. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, And so that is so interesting to see. a moment particularly with Toph and also I mean like honestly with all of the women except Katara in this episode Mm. that like um, for me was a little bit like weird or off-putting or weird that how they handled it so with Toph for instance since we're already on her um, uh, Sokka or she thinks that um, Sokka saves her at the end like because she is like walking across the thing then um you know the ice like breaks and she falls she can't swim she's drowning so uh before Sokka even has a chance to see it because Suki comes back in this one which we love Mm -hmm. um kind of but um (laughs) Suki (laughs) runs out there and like you know grabs her saves her and like has her and um Toph like kisses her like cheek thinking that it's Sokka and like it's Mm -hmm. it's a weird even if she did think it was Sokka, this moment is very fucking weird for me because yeah, and Toph does not like Sokka, right? She's like, whatever, you're a fuckboy. I don't care about you. It's never shown any sign of it. And so, like, but she... And so when she says this line, she says it kind of like... um Like, because we've seen her make fun of Sokka in this very voice or like everybody where she's like, oh, my hero. Right. But then she kisses him and blushes or Mm. but it's really sooky. Right. So you're just like, Mm. okay, like does like I don't know. Is she like does she is she actually trying to like like him or like what is this because this delivery is incredibly confusing and then uh, Suki is like, oh, well, actually, it's me. And then she's like oh and she's like embarrassed because it's Mm -hmm. a girl that she kissed and like there's Mm -hmm. this whole weird moment there that like i would just let me drown now it also like to me felt a little bit homophobic the way they put it in there it's very homophobic (laughs) uh so okay everything about that moment i had a different read on this oh good okay because to me it did feel like like I think there is a level to Toph like oh you saved me like she's she's being a goof like she's being silly like oh you saved me and then as soon as she finds out it's not him and it's in fact Suki there's this to me it felt like that wasn't supposed to happen I would never perform gay I would never like pretend to kiss a girl because to me it feels like she secretly is and so for her like as it happened, it's like, oh wait, fuck, oh my god, no, um, just you can just drown me, like you should just drown me, like <laughs> throw me out, like I do, no, what you, um, you, no, cool, no, 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 it's cool, it's great. <laughs> like to me, it felt like a panic because she accidentally found herself in a homo homoerotic moment, yeah, and it's like, like it's, it's suddenly this deep secret is butted up. Was the... like when she says like, "Oh, Saka, you saved me." Like it is cheesy, but I also think like my first read was it like that that was genuine and like that was definitely a part of herself that she does not show to like anybody but here in like literally in this moment where he like where she thinks he's plucking her out of the water and she just like oh like let's let's just be girly for a second be like oh you saved me oh haha kiss yeah um and then being like oh the the person whose like arms have made me feel like safe and who has actually saved my life is actually Suki and I did not look at Suki like that before but I've like kissed her on the cheek 
oh, you can like. And that's what I wanted from that now. moment. That's, <laughs> yeah. So so that's how I wanted to feel it because I like paused uh-huh. it and I sat with this moment for a second and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And it really has everything to do with mm-hmm. the way the line was delivered when she was literally yeah. fucking drowning. And like yeah. tough, like tough as a girl, I feel like, you know, she's always got the grant like she's always got like you know her foundation beneath her she always knows what's going on but like she literally almost died right there right and so after like almost dying and like you know drowning is like a terrifying experience I don't think even though Toph is like tough as nails and all of this I don't Mm -hmm. think that she would rebound immediately and be like deliver that line in this like you know kind of like like you know like overacting way that she did like I don't think that that would be her reaction so like it just threw me off and I was like I want to read it like this but Mm -hmm. I don't know so I'm glad that you guys had a different take yeah yeah I just saw it as like that just happened naturally and like yeah she felt like this isn't what I would normally do but then like the panic came from, oh, I just did this naturally. And it was a girl. <laughs> I also yeah. am used to them like, you know, making fun of Toph in all of these moments too, right? Like where, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, oh, it's a disability. Oh, well, maybe she mm. is like, I, I don't know. So I was like. And also I like, I mean, her usual way in... of showing affection is punching. But right. she yeah. kissed a girl. And then like also, and a Again, like if she does think it's Sokka, that would make more sense to me for her punching him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then, like you know, even in like the beginning, like we're, I don't know, it's a confusing episode, like because, yeah. like Suki is back and Suki's like, uh, like, oh hey, you don't like Sokka doesn't recognize her without her makeup, which is stupid. Mm. But then <laughs> she's like, oh hey <laughs> Sokka, I love you so much, and oh my god, here's a kiss, and oh my god. Like I'm gonna like I'm gonna make sure that you get across here, which like I I did like that they made sure that that was overt. That she's like, no, I was here with you because I wanted to make sure that you got across. You. Yeah, yeah. But she literally yeah. fucking flung herself at him, and like she apologized for like uh, she was yeah. like, apologizing. That and was weird. She didn't like to me in this like when we first saw her, she was so strong and so great and so awesome, and then the the kiss ruined it for me. But I'm like, whatever, I can forgive that. But like. Huh. Then the rest of the time, like, I mean, Sokka's, like, immediately goes back to, it feels like, book one Sokka, where he is back to being... Yeah, he, he's back to being like an asshole and he's like oh you can't do anything uh, yeah. and he's like kind of condescending and he's jealous and then like he um, he like says like oh you talk too much and kisses her and I'm like oh my god you're so boring <laughs> right I'm like that's yeah. stupid I hate this and then like there's the birth and he's like freaking out because oh my god woman stuff and babies I can't do this and I'm like Saka, we've gone past this. We're past this, right? Like, but like you, you had grown. I feel like I don't know. Suki in this episode is like literally just mm. there to like. She's just kind of not really a person in this episode. She's just kind of like there, so Saka can like project onto her. Like, well, that I think. I mean. Lots of people, like, assume that, like, Sokka and Suki end up, like, together. But I feel like in a few years, once, like, Suki's a little more grown up, like, thinking back at this experience and being like, wait a minute, like, he was kind of a jerk. Like, I've been thinking about this guy for months since I met him. I thought he was so cool. He inspired me to do all this stuff. And here, like, so adding another layer to our discussion of Toph and why she acted the way she did, like, remember, there's a moment where, like, there's these rocks falling and Sokka literally, like, pushes Suki out of the way, but it's really Toph that creates, like, a a thing to save both of them. And she's like, and he literally doesn't say anything. He's just like, Suki, are you okay? And Toph is like, thanks, Toph, for saving my life. Um, mm-hmm. and so like that adds a layer to it. And so at first I wasn't sure what you're talking about when you said like the, the girls are all treated really weird in this episode, but it is true. Like, 
even yeah, like he's like, like there's like, a spider over here you can't go over here and she like has to say yeah. like hey don't treat me like this but like when he talks to Suki, he's not really talking like he's talking mm-hmm. above her it feels like like he's telling her what to do he's kind of condescending about everything yeah he thinks that he's there to protect her right like he doesn't even think about like she's leaving everybody behind right now she's like he's just like oh i'm here so now i'm protecting mm-hmm. her this is what's happening like and i have to literally protect her from everything um yeah. and they like they try to like you know there's the the shot of like them potentially kissing and the moon is in between them right I, and Sokka's like i kind I of do love that. that shot it's so i love that opera. shot like, i think it's great no, i must kiss you with my ex-girlfriend watching. <laughs> I, it's so dramatic and I love it. But also Sokka yeah. just fucking talk. Like because like they're yeah. like the whole thing is like, oh well, the girl that I loved I couldn't protect or whatever, right? Like, okay, cool. Like you guys weren't exclusively but together. Also, Say do like, you hey, remember me? Like we had a whole sequence. Right. <laughs> Episode so- three, Sokka. Like, can we please yeah. remember we've been over this? It's just a I weird from, episode. I don't, I'm not a yeah. big fan of a lot of the character choices just because, like, I feel like it's just a little bit too soap opera e, and it felt a little bit yeah. um, mm-hmm. disingenuous to the characters that they had made and the progress that these characters had made or, mm-hmm. like, how they even treat each other. Like, that, again, like, I'm just it like, kind of if feel- so- Sokka's... If Sokka, and I'm sorry, I'm going to die on this fucking hill, but if Sokka saved Toph, she would punch him. She would never fucking kiss Sokka. Like, she would never kiss him. Like, so this whole thing is just like, I I just, I just hate it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One interesting thing of note, like, in the, like, gates to the serpent's past, like, they see it says, like, abandoned hope, um, which is, I'm don't know if they wanted it to necessarily reference um what's that really old book about traveling through hell the inferno Dante's Inferno. Inferno. yeah whatever um but that's (laughs) that is what printed on the gates of hell are abandoned hope ye who enter here um and I'm just like uh, okay but it still kind of feels like manufactured drama like oh no the path is really windy and oh no there's a big old snake um, oh no she's pregnant yeah and it like it there's ends. so many yeah and like oh the baby's coming panic um i would really love like one day for a tv show to like not act like having a baby is like a big panic moment like when it doesn't have to be you know mm-hmm. um uh, Katara saves the day and um, Again. delivers the baby. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, uh, the move also that she did with the water like, bubble. bubble. Like, okay. so the cool. coolest that thing fucked. ever. We are fucking Moses style walking across this body of water. And then Toph cool throwing up a plateau from the f- f- sea floor. Like, that whole sequence was so cool. And then again, we get the serpent. The serpent is amazing. Yeah. And so pretty and so picturesque and gorgeous. And just like so cool, them. so scary. Yeah. So insidious and like neat. And also yeah. just beautiful. It's like yeah. a cool looking dragon. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go back to the way that um, Sokka and Suki were acting. Only because I also agree. It bothered the hell out of me that it's like, why is Sokka being a baby again like mm. i don't like that we're back to episode one Sokka. like we yeah he's grown we've seen it he's changed uh, some of this, this feels like of yeah yeah some of this feels like the wrong choice but to me the more i spent thinking about it the more it felt like i mean to me in the same way that like these are teenagers who like had this romantic summer camp affair sort mm-hmm. of and then they no communication for how long and it's been gone. Yeah. And I'm sure they're both like ideated on the possibility of this yeah. other person. Like, wow, I wonder what Suki's doing. Wow. I wonder what Sokka's doing. Yeah. So the moment that they come together, it's going to be the most disingenuous performance like, of their life. Awkward. Like 
it's it's gonna be awkward yeah. and she's gonna be like oh my god i thought about you and you're this and he's gonna be like yeah i'm big tough boy again remember how tough and cool i was yeah and she'd be like wow i'm just a little girl and he's like and i'm a big daddy now and like <laughs> it's there's gonna be this like weird you know what i mean like yeah they're gonna be performing these weird gender roles at each other because a they're they're so fucking mm. anxious and nervous to be around one another B, yeah. they really like each other a lot and it's very clear um, I just wish if that was the intention, like if that was what they wanted these characters to do, that's that's how I read it. It was way too subtle. Not, yeah. It should. Yeah, it should have been more overt again. Like and similarly with that other choice in the water, like if that was the intention and it wasn't just like a casual semi homophobic joke. Yeah, it should have been more concise. Like, yeah, for a show that prides itself on concision and yeah. on very specific storytelling it was too ambiguous of an episode did for we, everyone. <laughs> did we know that Smellerby was a girl before this episode? I don't remember. Because there's I'm also... Sure if they emphasized it. Because Iroh the is like, Smellerby, what kind of name is that? And she's like, I'm a girl! And he's like, oh, I mean, it's a lovely, beautiful name. Oh my gosh, blah, 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 right? And then yeah, when she goes to yeah. Longshot, she's like... You know, um, she like just looks at him, right? And he yeah. just like nods Longshot and she's gives like, her the look and she's like, You're and right. And she says, uh, you're right, as long as I'm confident in who I am, it doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't and I'm like, Okay, let's talk up let's let's do that a little bit more. Let's do something with yeah. that. Like yeah. rather than just have it be again another like because that moment again was played for laughs, right? Like it was yeah, like, like ha 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 ha. I'm a like oh that person's a girl. We thought she was a boy this whole time. Yeah, you know. But then to like, have her say that like oh as long as I'm confident, like to then give us that at that point too. I'm just like man. Like okay. Um, like it would have yeah. been cool to maybe expand the possibilities of how Smeller B identifies her gender um, and or like have like a little comment because we've also dinged our lover Iroh on this before his fucking sexism and own and like seemingly to see women kind of in a box like mm -hmm. I yes. feel like he definitely underestimated on purpose or whatever uh azula as a child um mm -hmm. didn't seem to see her need for connection also um like that she needed a positive male figure in her life too um and i don't care what you say like no kid is unreachable um not yeah. even azula um and so I feel like it's just like another thing. I was like, oh, I realm. Yeah, just, you just like, do better. It's an unnecessary moment. And again, Je like, I'm happy they followed it up with at least some sort of like, let's recognize what just happened. Yeah. But again, it is another one of these moments from Iroh that does feel like you could, you literally could have said nothing. And like, yeah. you, like, you could have not mentioned it like that what is the point of, of this that moment this doesn't exchange. add anything it doesn't add yeah. anything to the episode and and while i'm glad that there was that like you know follow-up like i am confident right to me mm -hmm. it was also just another gut punch because it's like you know i was i was a tomboy as a kid right and so mm -hmm. like i like that was my constant inner monologue basically it's like okay as long as I'm confident, it doesn't matter because I'm capable and I can do all of this. But again, like it's still played in the same breath as the joke. But they'll um, still be like some fucking old guy who like calls you a dude and you, that might make you feel shitty. And it's like, yeah, it's just you don't know me. You don't just... know my yeah. experience. Why did you have to walk into my life and comment on my gender? Mm -hmm. It's like or unnecessarily like criticize dysphoric. My name even. Who and like, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I told you what my fucking name is, man. Go back and it to your palace. It just reinforces a binary. Some it of reinforces us are a binary. Bees. Yeah. yeah. It just, it makes... It's the jokes another... were awful in this. Like, the jokes the for jokes me, were they, they yeah. were played really bad. They didn't sit, like, 
they didn't sit well because they weren't true to the character or to like the yeah. moment even um or even to the story they didn't even it like just kind it, of felt wedged yeah. in there and that's what I had yeah. problems. I had problems with when the jokes, like the timing of the jokes, the mm. situations and the characters in them and mm. how those played out. And they were always at women's expense. Yeah. Always. Yeah, that's 100% true. Yeah. It's it's an, it's a fine episode. It's, it's okay. Like there's not, mm-hmm. I'm excited because we're about to get more, like we just there had an intense episode. Is... And we're gonna interesting get... um, parallel. Um, you may have remembered in the episode Zuko alone, like Zuko is traveling, his like stomach is hungry. He's like, maybe I should rob those people over there. And like the people Zuko almost robbed were the husband and the pregnant wife that later wow. oh, yeah. meet up with Aang and them. And then Zuko and Iroh also see the baby and like comment on the baby in like the train station when they do finally get to the train station. This is the is exact that the same, same couple. Baby? Um, yeah, it's the same baby. Like first it's like Zuko could have killed and <laughs> robbed them, but chose not to. Good on you, Zuko. Um, and then they run into the Avatar and Katara delivers their baby. Dang, I didn't realize and it's the then, same fucking baby and the same couple. Yeah, wow. it is. Oh my it God. is. That's, okay, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. I love that. And so like that's an interesting like element they decided to put in here. And I think it adds a layer of, you know, look at all of these ways that this war shapes all these people's lives totally that's that's a cool like bonus it just it also shows how like <laughs> one person's decision can like literally have like yeah ugh, that is really yeah cool. like what yeah. would have happened if Sokka, Sokka <laughs> zuko robbed them back then um like you know would her pregnancy not have been as healthy because she didn't have as much like nourishment or something um you know would that have had an effect on whether whether ang pulls himself out yeah yeah like ang is like so like he's going through the motions still in this one right he's so Mm -hmm. so 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 sad but he's pushing forward and he's gonna get you know, to where he's going and he's probably, he's like, I'm going to try to find Momo. But like, he's so sad until he sees like the, like the baby, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like with all of their like like, joy. And he's just like, exhales a little bit. He's like, okay, I see. I get, I get it. Hope. I get it. You know? I I mean, that whole moment was so goofy. Like (laughs) another goofy moment. Hey, hey, new family. I've reconsidered something in this moment of birth. Let me tell you what it is. <laughs> I'm hopeful now. That's it. The baby's name is Hope. Hope. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Just, it's, yeah. Yay, it's remember the when they told us to abandon Hope? Never. And the, yeah. And then they all jump into the air like, whoo. Like, free, yeah. like it's just like, a, like let's go to the train station. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, a little, it's a little goofy. It's another like, bad choice. <laughs> Yeah, like this episode weird, is filled with bad but it gets choices. Them to the next place. Yeah, um, it's, it was kind of it was kind of cool to watch Aang and Katara fight the serpent. Like Katara definitely like creates this like ice projectile thing that she's like riding on and bending, yeah. and they put the serpent into like a big whirlpool, like. That was just it was cool. cool. It was cool. It was fun. It was yeah. great. I mean, I'm so happy Katara is now at a place where she can bend. Like yeah. just just from an autonomous, like giving yourself um giving yourself that confidence back. Cause like yeah. I'm sure she felt so small and like d- despite how capable she was, I'm sure there was a level of like I I feel incapable to then be like, mm-hmm. oh fuck it. We're on water. Let's go. Yeah. Like, give me I'm my give Moses, me my stage bitch. and let me dance. Like. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm yes. sure that that was like a big boost. I'm sorry. I'm like 
who is the head writer on this? And I was, I was like, wow, the head writer on this is like, wrote, Dan also Schneider, wrote Zuko alone. Um, oh, also wrote okay. the library, the desert, like head writer on basically every episode for Avatar. See, like, all, and so like, we like those episodes. Just and I was like, just, is like, this the same? Is this the same? I was like, you know, because sometimes there's like a different head writer or something. And exactly. it's like, um, yeah. no, like literally they wrote like, uh, we're the head writer for 59 episodes of Avatar. So, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's, 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 we all have they're like some off with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so they're yeah. not all like A pluses in your eyes. I'm going to cry about it all night. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, they're, they're obviously a great writer. Th these people yeah. know what they're doing. This just does feel you know, like a different some... writer, though. That's why I was it like, and... yeah. Anyways, Ugh. um, and speak like one moment I do want to talk about. Speaking of Aang being pissy, like there's this moment where like Katara is like she's still trying to like push this rock up a hill or the waterbender equivalent of like could you just like ease up a bit like you see us all trying and I'm trying to help you and support you and give you room and don't you want to hug and Aang's like no thank you <laughs> and I just feel like it was it's so dark for Aang yeah usually that usually he if... hug from like the girl he's literally in love with and Katara was like well damn yeah I mean because that moment that should have been like a can I get a hug like yeah I get like there should have been like yeah. a softening in the in the question but he's like no. yeah I'm <laughs> mad very few people refuse hugs um and this is coming from myself who I've refused several hugs <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's a very specific choice <laughs> yeah um, it really is this is a very silly episode full of silly choices yeah. one of the ones that i did like though was that the security people for the boat were just bears <laughs> did you guys know that <laughs> <laughs> i, I back okay. that <laughs> oh. and it's like the perfect introduction to some of the silliness in bossing say like that's yeah. how we're gonna get in there and we see like i mean the bears around the city genius so good at the party in the, like wherever oh, mm -hmm. so great i'm yeah it's it's very exciting and i cannot yeah, i'm very excited oh for we the have next so episodes. many more good episodes coming so yeah. like this this, this one didn't meet our exacting standards for dialogue yeah um but we're we're moving forward in the our next journey. one's gonna be a good one i mean oh, yeah sometimes yeah sometimes to reach our peak we got to hit a trough and that's yes got to go down a little bit to go up and we know this <laughs> so and it was still overall it's not like an egregious episode it's like it's no. still it's still good it's still fun it gets the job yeah. done right like yeah we get from a to b there's some adventure there's some silliness some really yeah. flat jokes some character development and then hooray baby we're on the train let's go to bossing say like it's yeah clean cut cut and dry we don't gotta watch it again we're going to the city a-okay like it's it's just an episode <laughs> yeah to me this is kind of like up there with um oh god what's the one where there's ang like lies his ass off and just rewrites cultural history oh yeah it's up there with that episode like a tale of yes. two cities thing or whatever yeah um Oh, the, yeah, the, the crevice, the the, the, great um, the canyon. Divide. The Great, the great divide. divide. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. yes. It feels very, it, it's <laughs> Great Divide Adjacent. we like to skip over. <laughs> yeah. It is Great Divide Adjacent, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, maybe it was strategic, like, because the way they put this episode and the next one together, they made it seem like they flow perfectly together, but they really didn't even need to do that. They have different name yeah. cards. But I guess they were just like, it was probably after like a long break or something. And they were like, oh, yeah. there's a one hour premiere of the next episodes. Was it a um, one hour so premiere yeah. when it originally aired? Oh, I have no idea. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, because that like, was like, so, so we had a dilemma. Why they put these two episodes together, listeners? We yeah. had a dilemma last night. We were watching. I was watching everything, and I was like, "Okay, great. What the fuck? This episode of Avatar is." 47 minutes long this is too long for <laughs> yeah. avatar and it turns out that they had like squished uh episode 12 and 13 into one episode on netflix and i was like why would you why and maybe it's because this first half is this this episode is just like not a good one it's kind of a stinker so they're like we're gonna lose people we gotta just keep <laughs> it going we gotta you know. give them some action. Like we put you through yeah. this for a reason. So we just couldn't be... go straight from the desert to what comes next. Yeah, and yeah. it's gonna and be like, weird we're talking moving like, forward. On our show, we don't have constant spoilers. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah like if, if you haven't if you're... put it together by now, you should have like watched all of the content material first. Literally, you should have watched everything first and then come back and watch along with us because we will be spoiling things that are far ahead. We yeah. will be going back to old things. Um, we are not beholden to spoils. I uh, often this is a like a this is an appreciation podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we and we yeah exactly we jump to an entirely yeah. different series <laughs> to pull reference and the comic um, books. So. Yeah. And the books so themselves. It, so, do you your know. homework. <laughs> this is this is very much a an appreciation podcast mm. and not like a discovery. Like we've we've been yeah. here, we've talked about it, we're familiar. This is just a, a, yeah. a new pass at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you're watching along on Netflix, this episode is gonna be the part one of mm. this episode lumped into that 47 minute episode. Yeah, and oh, there's okay. like and a clear break where it's like a title card at the yeah. end of it. So you yeah, can just pause but... and then come back. Um, it is gonna be weird though moving forward because like I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm on episode 14, but on Netflix it's gonna I say know. 13. And I'm like, why did you make yeah. this choice? This like, is, like these call, are like, clearly the next one, two like, episodes. Yeah. Why didn't you just separate them? I don't know. Just keep them separate. Yeah. The work was already done for you. Yeah. It it was more work to put them together. It, was. it really was. So. Uh. Anyways, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about this episode. Oh, I just had one thing. And so in the very end, um, Iroh firebends his tea because um, he doesn't need to firebend every time he fights, but he can't drink cold tea. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It just offends his soul. Um, and like maybe he knows that like it's a calculated risk and maybe he doesn't think about how that will be the thing that sets off this poor young boy who hmm. has a lot of traumatized um, experiences and so he doesn't know it's gonna lead to Jet's death but he needs his <laughs> hot tea <laughs> but arguably another out of character choice yeah yes right in an, in an episode full of out of character choices yeah and on literally as we were discussing he chooses not to fire bend intentionally we see that yeah. and then in the small moment yes it's cute yes it works yeah and he looks degree. around but why'd yeah. you even risk it iroh that's oh, why did you like do you. that? Do that? Yeah, it's literally <laughs> just. Iroh knows better, especially when, because like there's even that line that he says, like, I was here before, but I was a different man, right? Like where yeah. he feels some deep feelings coming back as a refugee mm -hmm. to the city that he tried to destroy. Why would mm -hmm. he give himself up? Like, I like again, you're right. Another out of character know. choice. Yeah. Also, if. <laughs> Okay, before we like fully sign up, mm. just falling on this trail, if he's if he is truly feeling reverence for his action the last time he was here, yeah, firebending is literally the thing that did that. That is the action yeah. that he caused. So if he is truly reverent and like spending time mm. in his thoughts, spending time being like, I'm back, I'm like like wouldn't wouldn't using Why any sort of fire careless, even in the small man. moment yeah. you're gonna be careless you wouldn't be careless mm -mm. you're li it's literally top of mind you're back in this place that caught like what yeah and 100%. then the, re and the repercussions causes of a boy's this death. 
Like, yeah, the repercussions of this bad writing choice <laughs> in this series. Ugh, I'm very mad like a boy is dead. Someone yeah, needs whenever to answer that, for this. Whenever that moment happens, he's like, it's like, oh, boy's death. That, yep, that's, that's what it did. That did it. you're dead. Mm-hmm. And he died. It, it, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Hope oh, that I'm sorry, cup wait, of tea was go? worth Oh, that's it. right. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Jort. <laughs> poor Jort. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, well, thank you all so much for joining us today on another gorgeous little episode of The Momos and the Appas. Wonderful music and editing by Eric Lefebvre. Artwork by David Tercero. Please do not forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and remember, uh, Uncle Iroh, not your best day. Also, you're a war criminal and you should really Literally. be thinking about this in these moments crossing yeah. into as Bossing Say. As we return to Bossing Say, you're a war criminal. Literally, this is where yeah, it happens. Literally yeah. reflect, um, you can deal with some cold tea <laughs> <laughs> for once in your yeah. life. Put yeah. it away. Put it away. Okay, <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>